if you're busy on a project, you don't have time to be outsourcing the next project or if you've just finished one, how cool is it to be able to go on your holiday and come back and find your buyer's agent has found your next deal? You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. If you find yourself suffering from analysis paralysis and are hesitant to push the button on a deal or you're time poor and you still want to be able to produce renovation profit either while you're working full-time or running your business or whatever else, then this episode is for you. So I'm going to be talking about how to find a good buyer's agent for renovating. Now, for me, this has been a game changer. It wasn't that long ago that I wouldn't have considered ever engaging a buyer's agent. I started to in order to test them for our students so that I could confidently um, refer our students to them. But now I just think that they just take a lot of friction out of the process and I'm going to explain to you why. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is really the reasons for engaging a buyer's agent. And you would know that when you are renovating, particularly when you're renovating to sell, you need to have in-depth local knowledge. You need to know where Millionaire's Row is and where the the Bronx are. You've got to know about all what, everything that's going on in the area at a, quite a micro level. And so if it's not an area that you operate in normally or if you are too time poor to do that research, then it makes sense to tap into the intelligence that is, can be provided by someone who does work in the area ongoingly. The other reason why you would is to leverage that person's relationship. So a, a good buyer's agent will have uh, relationships with all of the local agents and a lot of other professionals as well. And so they're really easy to tap resource for you um, in getting your project up. So I hear people saying that there's no such thing as off-market deals. There absolutely is such a thing as an off-market deal. Most of the projects that we buy, not all, but most of them are off-market deals and we get them through buyer's agents. So you can say, yes, I can make my own relationships, but the reality is it takes a long time to build a relationship with an agent on the same level as a buyer's agent can. Some of my students have gone on to be buyer's agents and what they've told me is they can't believe how different the relationship is when you're talking to an agent as a buyer's agent. They're more open, they speak on the same level and the reason they do that is because they want to see you coming back time and time again. So you have got something they want. Clearly, at times, your clients will be selling properties and we all know that listings are the kryptonite that keep agents going. So you're able to tap into those relationships without having to spend the time on them yourself. And the third reason you would do it, which I think is probably the most important, is to maintain deal flow. So if you're busy on a project, 
you don't have time to be outsourcing the next uh, project or if you've just finished one, you probably want to have a little bit of a holiday before you start the next. So how cool is it to be able to go on your holiday and come back and find your buyer's agent has found your next deal? So that's finding that person is what I'm going to help you with today. Now, the next thing I have to tell you is that not all buyer's agents are equal. And unfortunately, they don't come rated. Like you can look at ratings online, but often they can be quite misleading. And I'm going to try and clarify some of that today. Because I talk to lots of renovators who've already had some bad experiences, I hear a lot about what happens and I can tell you there are some shockers out there and there are some buyers agents that start out good and then go off, they get bad and usually that's because they've tried to scale and when they were a lone ranger working on their own, they did a great job for their clients but once they got busy, started outsourcing, employing people, things went a bit, weren't as good. So I'm going to walk you through some of the ways that you can identify the best buyer's agent for you. Now, there's a big difference between buying a renovation project to hold and buying one to flip. And so that's the first thing I want to say. So I've seen this a lot. In fact, I had someone recently, she actually used a buyer's agent that she thought that we used and then then joined us and found that she was not the right buyer's agent for her and she was pushing her into buying this property and she had the student had said to her, I'm concerned that it won't get the enough return, you know, it won't reach the price that I need to sell it at after it's renovated. And this buyer's agent said to her, it just depends how long you hold it. And she knew that she was uh, buying to flip and had taken that on as a task and then was trying to push her into something that did not have the profit in it. Now, if it depends on you holding it for a length of time to make your profit, then you're not making it out of the renovation and you want to be really clear about that. So often properties that are really early in the gentrification process areas are great areas for buying to renovate and hold but not good areas to flip because your market is just not there yet and you've got to wait too long for it. So you need your eyes wide open. What makes a good buyer's agent? Firstly, you need an agent that understands your strategy. So as I just mentioned, there can be flaws if a buyer's agent is on, on the wrong wavelength. And um, so if your strategy is to buy, renovate and sell, you need to make sure that that buyer's agent knows that that's what you want and understands the implications. And I'll give you some questions to ask. But one of the ones to ask is basically how much renovating have you done yourself? And also, have you ever done a renovation to sell? Have you ever done a flip? And not that that's a deal breaker, but it just gives you a really good idea of what, you know, what that person's experience is. Ask whether they've done any education in renovating. If they haven't, send them to us. 
because we love to educate buyers agents because it means it broadens our pool of of professionals. So you also want to have someone that has really good area knowledge, someone who understands, you know, the movement of people in the area, what um, type of properties, renovated properties the market likes, someone that's got great relationships and so on. You also want someone who's totally committed to your search. Now, I have noticed this, like we have a team of amazing buyers agents that we that our students work with, and I do too, and you can tell they've got it in their blood. They will just can't do enough for you, and it's not like source the property, sign the deal, hand it over to you, and then you know, that's it. They will keep an eye and see how you're progressing. Often they're ringing me up asking me how's so-and-so going or if it's someone close to them that I'm not close to, they'll be reporting back to me on how they're going on their renovation. And so they've just got a really vested interest in your outcome. Sometimes you'll find a buyer's agent who is also a property strategist. Now we have a, a few that are, sorry, two that um, wear that hat as well, which is really good, particularly if you're going for a buy and hold strategy. It's not just a matter of going to that buyer's agent and they will and tell them what you want and they go away and get it and you pay for it and that's it. It's like they will work with you to determine what the best type of property is and the best um, location is for you. So and they'll look at your all your other property and to see how this fits in and just really taking a more holistic interest in your success. I used to think, you know, this strategist set sounds a bit, how are you going? But now I, I can't live without them, basically. So when you are looking for a buyer's agent, you want to be talking to people that, that are using buyer's agents and have similar goals to what you do. So fellow renovators, property groups, industry professionals like real estate agents and brokers because they're seeing who people are working with as they're doing their work with them so they can, you know, have some idea of what they're who they're working with. The other thing about real estate agents is I'd be asking them what buyer's agents bargain hardest for their customers? Because I think you'll find probably two different types. There's one type, that's, as I mentioned, that basically will walk over hot coals to get you the best deal. There's this, the other type, the flip side of that, is the ones that process their clients. Now, they, you know, they're often looked to be delivering uh, customer service, but agents will tell me, that they will push deals through just to get them done. And so you want to make sure that you're getting the first type. And so by talking to the agents about who does the, the hardest deals is a good place to start. Now, with whoever you decide to go with, you want to do some fairly rigorous due diligence because once you've signed up with a buyer's agent, you are committed to a contract, which is something that some people do not understand. And so once you sign a contract and engage a buyer's agent, 
to source your property, you don't then go and look for the property yourself so you can save the commission because you're already contracted to that buyer's agent. The buyer's agent has allocated resources to your property search and so you're committed to pay that money regardless. So you can't have a foot in each camp. Generally, a a buyer's agent will charge you a retainer and then and then a percentage of the purchase price. Now, the retainer can be anything from $2,000. I heard one the other day that was $8,000 up front. And then the percentage will be anything from 1.5% to 3%. Now, I don't necessarily think how much you pay really determines the quality of the agent. You know, when they say you get what you pay for, I see buyers agents who I know are top-notch but don't charge 3%. And so I don't think you can use that rule of thumb to determine whether you're getting a good buyers agent or not. Now, there is an industry body that provides accreditation for buyers agents and it's called REBA, R-E-B-B-A. Now, you could check if your buyers agent is in that not all are, and I have I know of buyers agents who are absolutely brilliant who are not, and I know of others who I would not go near with a barge pole who are. Now that doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything about Reba other than that it's a industry body, but oh, I don't necessarily think that that is a great way of determining whether someone is good or not. So the other thing that you want to know from someone that you're considering engaging is whether they have a team of contacts such as engineers, um, builders and so on. If you are working in an area that you don't have your network yet, then you'll be relying fairly heavily on your buyer's agent to point you in the right direction. And particularly when you're buying a property, you may need an engineer or a builder to have a look at it to figure out if walls are load-bearing or not. You need that person to be connected well enough to be able to do that without you having to, you know, try and find someone in an area where you don't have the contacts. And while we're on the topic of your buyer's agent's contacts, a question that you need to ask your buyer's agents is do they accept commissions from any of their the contacts that they recommend? So particularly in the house and land and off the plan world, there are big commissions offered and that will sometimes be big enough to sway someone's opinion or advice and so you really want to know that the advice that you are getting from your buyer's agent is unbiased. So some other things that you should ask a potential buyer's agent for renovation is basically about their own investment journey so so that you have an understanding that they uh, have a rich experience. You want to ask how many deals they've done so that you know how experienced they are, how many clients they take on at a time. 
because this can sometimes be a problem if a buyer's agent is overworked, then they're not able to give you their best. How long will it take them to source your property? It should be able to give you a fair indication. Also, will you be required to at any time to waive the cooling off. For some buyer's agents, depending on the market, that can be a pretty standard procedure. And so you want to be, you know, have an understanding that that may be uh, something that you'll need to do and whether you're comfortable with that or not. I've certainly done it quite a few times and that means that I have to have my due diligence done up front but sometimes we've had to do it in order to get the deal across when the market's moving really quickly. Then also how the buyer's agent expects to be paid. Do they want to be paid as soon as the deal's done or are they happy to be paid on settlement? The other thing that you could ask is what other strategies do they tend to source property for And what's their personal favourite? So just get a sense of what the buyer's agent tends to lean towards. So if you've sort of made a decision but you still just want a little bit more certainty in order to feel really confident about it, one thing that you could do is ring some local agents in the area where you're planning to to engage the buyer's agent and ask about them. Ask whether they think that they do the best by their client because a common criticism I hear from agents is that buyers agents are pushing up prices. And so you want to know that the person that you're engaging is someone who is going to work hard to get you the best price. And the person that will know that are the local agents. So if you can manage to find agents that deal with the buyer's agent that you're planning to engage, you can get a lot of insight from one of those conversations. So basically, let's recap. So you are determining your potential buyer's agent's capacity for the strategy that you're planning to pursue. So if you're flipping, you want to know that that buyer's agent understands the distinctions with that particular strategy. You can even ask the buyer's agent what they potentially budget for a cosmetic renovation. That should give you a pretty um, good estimate or understanding of whether they know their stuff or not because if it doesn't match up with what you know to spend, then you'll be asking a few more questions. So know that they understand the strategy. Secondly, investigate their level of integrity. Thirdly, their bandwidth. And fourth, their level of connectedness and knowledge of the area. Fifth, their fee structure, whether it works in your budget and in what you want. And sixth, which I haven't mentioned, is is this someone you would enjoy working with? Because it can be quite a tenuous relationship, particularly if you've got someone bringing you lots and lots of properties and you're not liking any of them, often that can put a bit of strain on the relationship. So you want to have a pretty solid connection to start with. The other thing I should mention is we will have a lot of our buyer's agents at She Renovates Livestream. So if you're looking for a good buyer's agent, I suggest that you come along. Okay, well, on that note, I'm going to love you and leave you. So hope that was helpful, and I will see you next week.
if you want to meet up with a group of savvy renovating, I shouldn't say it's all women because it's not, savvy renovators, I'll say, come over and join She Renovates. It's completely free Facebook group and it is growing at the rate of knots. We hit a thousand members just recently and now it seems to have picked up momentum. And so they are all savvy renovating women and men that are working their little hearts out to live a better life through renovating. Join if you're not already a member and then ask, comment and do whatever you would like to do in order to further your renovation journey. And that's it for me today. So I'll see you next week. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.